Welcome to the AR-15 Podcast. AR-15 Podcast. This is the podcast about your favorite black rifle. This show is for you. If you're building your first AR or you've been building ARs for years, there is something we can all do to take our black rifle to the next level. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to episode 181 of the AR-15 Podcast. I'm joined I'm joined tonight by Anthony uh, Reed. Uh, has the night off. I believe it's nap time again for Reed. We did get him for a recent show, so uh, he'll be back soon. Uh, also, Chris will be joining us next week. Uh, today, we're going to uh, kind of take a focus to something that's going on in our country that we need to shine a spotlight on. Um, we're going to talk with Boris tonight, and he is with the Vito Gunmageddon Group. Uh, maybe that's not familiar to you, but if you live in California or the states around, um, it is uh, something familiar. And even if you're not in the California area or one of the bordering states, listen up. There are a lot of assaults on uh, our favorite black rifle, and it could be coming to your neighborhood sooner than you think. So before we jump into tonight's main topic, talk about a couple things. Uh, the Aero Precision M5 giveaway, we've got that going until September 15th. Your chance to own an Aero Precision 308 AR that they don't even have the complete rifle on their website anymore because they are uh, just trying to produce things as fast as they can. So this is your chance to own one of those. Sign up today. You go to firearmsradio.tv, click on the AR-15 podcast link. You'll be able to sign up right there. That is going until September 15th. Also, when you're there, uh, if you want to see the AR-15 podcast grow and expand, uh, you have a chance to support the show. Uh, you can click on pledge at firearmsradio.tv. Click on the AR-15 link. There are several different levels that you can get involved per month to help support the AR-15 podcast. Uh, we have big dreams about the things we want to do here in the future to improve the show, to do some pretty cool listener experiences, do product reviews and giveaways in the future. Uh, you know, we'd love to give away another another rifle in the beginning of next year. We'd like to put some optics on top of it uh, for that lucky winner. And this is how we can make that kind of stuff happen. Uh, none of this is coming back into our pockets. It's to pay for the recording cost, the equipment, and giveaways for reviews and things like that. So you can get involved as little as $5 a month uh, to say thank you in supporting the AR-15 podcast, all the way up to a small business level that's $200 per month. Uh, if you'd like to advertise with us, it is a podcast that reaches 10,000 people a week, and you can get that advertisement. That's a heck of a deal compared to the magazine ads and some of the form ads that you see online. There's stuff all in between. We've got battle boxes. We've got T-shirts, stickers, patches, uh, cleaning kits from Otis Technology, who sponsors the show. So if you want to get involved and support the AR-15 podcast and what's going on here and see it grow and infect more people, uh, go to firearmsradio.tv, click on Pledge, click on the AR-15 podcast link right there, and that will get you all set up. So thank you to those that have jumped in and joined already. Uh, you guys are a huge encouragement to what we're doing here at the AR-15 podcast. With that, we're going to get to our main topic now, Veto Gun Mageddon. Uh, it is brought to you by our main sponsor, Otis Technology. For all your cleaning needs, check out Otis Technology to help clean your ARs and, in fact, all your other firearms, too. Uh, right now, I'm going to turn it over to Anthony, who's going to introduce our guest and tell us what in the world is going on in California. 
Uh, thanks, JD. Um, like I said, our guest tonight is uh, Boris. He's with the uh, Vito Gunmageddon group uh, from California. Um, how's it going tonight, uh, Boris? Well, thanks a lot for having me on. I really appreciate it. Yeah, so as we get into it, can you uh, please give our listeners who uh, may not know what's going on in California a quick rundown of what's try- what they're trying to pass uh, with the gun laws and you know, a little bit of what's going on to try and push back? Yeah, yeah, thanks. Uh, so I'm, I'm sure your listeners already know that California has some of the most restrictive uh, gun, law, gun laws in the country, and uh, if that wasn't enough, uh, the uh, California legislation legislators uh, earlier this, um, this summer um, passed a slew of new anti-gun bills, uh, 12 of them, uh, no less, and they affectionately called those bills uh, Gunmageddon. They were very proud of that uh, name. And they sent those bills to uh, Governor Brown's desk. Um, and on July 1st, even though uh, the governor received tens of thousands of calls, emails, and faxes from concerned citizens, he signed six of those bills and went on vacation to Europe. Um, upon his return, he signed a seventh bill into law. And so these are now laws on the books. Um, and if we don't do anything about them, they're going to become active come uh, January 1st of, uh, of next year. Uh, sure. Can you give us a quick overview of what some of those uh, laws look like, what they're possibly going to be doing to gun owners in California? Yeah, yeah, a- absolutely. So by, by any um, objective view, in my opinion, um, n- none of those bills have anything to do with public safety or, or common sense. In fact, the only bill that was uh, targeted at um, – uh, punishing criminals who steal firearms, um, the governor vetoed. So um, that's just one example that this has nothing to do with uh, gun safety whatsoever. So some of the bills that he signed um, have to do with the fact that uh, legally um, owned um, magazines of uh, uh, greater than 10, uh, 10 uh, round capacity, um, those folks have to um, turn them into um, their, their uh, local police um, uh, officers uh, and departments without any compensation. Um, there's a law that establishes a, um, uh, a, a basically an ammunition registry. Uh, it uh, uh, bans uh, online sales of ammunition, um, and it also requires that uh, anyone who buys ammunition now has to pass a background check. So it's one of those uh, guilty until uh, proven innocent. Um, lending of firearms to your to your friend or uh, relatives uh, is, is is no longer going to be um, accessible uh, unless they pass a background check. Um, so those are some of the some of the bills that were were passed, um, and and I would add that uh, four of them were passed uh, using something called a gut and amend um, legislature legislative maneuver, and that is when when a bill starts at something. Um, like um, focused on, uh, let's say, uh, employment or clean water, and passes its uh, its um, uh, you know uh, um, appropriate um, vetting, if you will. Then the law is stripped of its original language, and uh, new language is inserted that is focused on guns. So most of these bills didn't get any vetting, uh, didn't get any public comments, uh, things of that nature. So uh, complete shenanigans that are going on in uh, our capital. So you say as a lot of these laws were pushed through and there was no no real chance to look at them before uh, they were getting voted on by our state legislature and the people of California 
didn't really have anything that they could do to speak out against these bills until we're at this point, correct? That's correct, yeah. So everything that we were able to do up to now uh, was done, and even then the legislators didn't listen and went ahead and jammed these through. And a lot of these bills were actually shuttled through expediously and uh, were... uh, uh, you know, didn't go through the normal cycle of vetting. Um, they were just taken to the governor's uh, desk um, in a matter of weeks. So they were fast-tracked through, and now we're stuck with them. So um, I'm assuming this is where you guys kind of got together and uh, started the Veto Gunmageddon movement. Can you kind of give us a brief description of what that is um, yeah. and what you're trying to do? Yeah, so the... California uh, Constitution has something that is called a referendum process, and the referendum process basically gives the voters um, a, a veto power um, to um, have an up-and-down vote on any legislation that is passed by by the government. Um, so a gentleman by the name of Barry Barami, who resides in San Diego, uh, on his own, filed uh, six referendums, and another gentleman stepped up uh, about a week later and filed a seventh referendum. And these referendums now um, are um, going through a signature collection process. Um, And if we get enough signatures, um, these referendums will qualify for the next um, election ballot. And that can happen either 2018 or there's a possibility there might be a special election held in 2017. Um, But if that happens, the laws that I talked about get suspended until that vote happens. Um, so now we are uh, focusing a ton of effort on getting uh, petitions um, out to um, all the gun stores across the um, in the state, uh, uh, ranges, uh, pro-Second Amendment businesses, uh, and there's a big effort going on uh, collecting signatures from all sorts of uh, uh, involved now and uh, um, you know, gun owners that want to fight back, basically. Boris, is there any idea how close you guys are right now? It, it's really tough to tell. It's been um, probably the, the second most uh, asked question, the first being that we need more petitions. <laughs> you know, <laughs> um, So we've uh, probably rec- received back 25% of petitions that have been signed, and 2% of those have been counted so far. By conservative estimates, we've probably gathered 100,000 signatures already, um, likely more. Um, but it is important to point out that our effort right now is on gathering signatures. It's a lot less on counting what we've gotten. And we're not going to stop until we collect 500 or 600,000 signatures. We want to go way and uh, over and above what is the minimum requirement because these uh, peti- these uh, referendums and, and the petitions are going to get a lot of scrutiny, as you can imagine, from uh, county right. offices. So a lot of the signatures are probably going to be um, uh, thrown, thrown out. So we want to collect so many that we um, absolutely have a chance of getting this on the on the referendum. Do you uh, have any idea of how many signatures that looks like, or is it um, kind of a ballpark figure of what, what you're looking to end up with? Uh, our target is to get 600,000. 600,000, okay. Twice as many as we need. Um, and is that that you have to sign one petition, or are there multiple petitions that need to be signed by people? Yeah, so there's there's nine total. There's seven that are gun-related. There are two that are non-gun-related. We've partnered with a group that um, knows a ton of uh, um, knowledge, has a ton of knowledge of how these referendum uh, processes are supposed to um, uh, be be run, if you will. They've been a great partner and a great resource. Uh, they focus on an electronic uh, signature um, uh, amendment that would basically no longer require paper-based 
uh, referendum and, and signature collection, and the other one's focused on um, deciding child custody cases uh, via jury and not, not a judge. And so uh, they've been a great partner. They've taught us a lot. Frankly, without them, there's no way we'd be able to execute on this scale, uh, distributing so many petitions to over 530 locations across the state. Okay, so moving forward, uh, if we get if the veto gun Mageddon movement is able to get all of the signatures and we get enough valid signatures, um, what does that mean in terms of moving forward? Yeah, so I mean a couple of things, right? So I mean this is the first time, you know, I've lived in the state for close to 20 years. The first time that I recall um, California voters, and especially um, California gun owners, getting energized and getting behind. Uh, a movement that is aimed to take back our rights. So hopefully um, this movement um, is sustained and we're able to fight back and uh, reject other uh, legislation that I'm sure is going to come from from Sacramento. So that is the first accomplishment. The second accomplishment is that uh, once these signatures are gathered and we submit them by uh, September 29th, um, we will have the ability um, to have an up-and-down vote um, through um, uh, this referendum process to invalidate these laws. And so it'll be up to um, all of us um, to go to the polls uh, and speak out. And that's all we ever wanted. We wanted to have a voice um, and, and be able to tell legislators that they're wrong, uh, that we have rights, we believe in the Constitution, uh, and we aim to undo um, all, these, um, um, all these laws that they uh, put forth. So once we once all the signatures are gathered, we're then looking at an up-down vote on the measure, um, and that goes to all of the voters of California in a special election, or uh, how exactly does that process work, or do you know yet? We, we don't know yet, so at a minimum, it'll be on the ballot uh, for the next election, next general election, which will be 2018. Now, the governor, the governor has the... Uh, the, the, the power to call for a special election, uh, how, li how likely that is, is um, not known. And frankly, it doesn't really you know, matter to us. The fact that we're gonna, this is going to be on a ballot and we'll get a chance to vote on it is what's important. Um, and I guess the other thing that's really important is that these laws that would go in effect on January 1st, they all get stayed. They all get put on hold. So they don't take effect until we get a chance to vote. Okay, so where we're at right now, what can people who are currently living in California do to help? So certainly getting out. Uh, if you go to uh, our website, which is uh, www.vetogunmageddon.org, that's V-E-T-O-G-U-N-M-A-G-E-D-D-O-N, vetogunmageddon.org, uh, you can uh, find a, a local place. Uh, you can do a search and find a local place uh, using a zip code where you can go and sign petitions. So we need signatures. We need people to come out, bring their friends, family. Uh, we've got to collect, like I said, a ton of signatures. We need everybody to step up and do that. And that's number one. Number two, this is a completely grassroots effort. Nobody, not a single person is getting paid from this. Um, we've collected very little money. Most of it went to print um, you know, hundreds of thousands of these petitions. Uh, mm -hmm. We need donations to keep up the fight so people can go up there and uh, donate uh, money, uh, and then we need coverage. We need media coverage. You know, guys like you are helping out a ton. We need to get the word out about this fight, um, and we need to make sure that not only the uh, um, the folks in Sacramento are hearing the fact that we're fighting back, but um, uh, the, as the word spread, mo more people co will come out and sign these things. Um, that's that's those are three things we're looking for. Okay, so in order to be able to sign the petition, what do you need to do? 
Yeah, so you have to be a, a registered California voter, and if you're not, you can go and register online. It's a really easy process. But once you register, you basically um, sign up at the location where petition signings are being held, and you just sign sign your name, your address, um, on the form for the county where you registered to vote, and your vote is uh, and your signature is, is going to be counted. So that's that's the way you can anybody any one of us can fight back and speak out against the stuff. Perfect. So that's uh, kind of an idea of what California residents can do. Is there anything that people outside of California can do uh, to help push back on this? Because as we know, things that happen in California tend to begin spreading throughout the nation. So if we can stop it here, hopefully we can stop the tide. Um, do you have any advice for people who just want to help? but yeah, aren't necessarily I, California voters. Absolutely. I just want to reiterate the fact that I firmly believe that um, you know, California's patient zero. What happens here, what's, what's tried out here, what passes here, inevitably gets tried in other places, like places like Colorado that passed a, a magazine limit uh, ban. Um, there's a, a, a bills introduced um, to uh, ban assault rifles in Oregon and Washington State. I mean, stuff that happens here spreads. So um, please... Make sure that you help us fight back. And what people can do is two things. Social media is huge. Spread the word about this. Share our uh, webpage. Um, and, you know, unfortunately, it comes down to money. We need funding. So anything that people can donate will all of it 100% go towards fighting uh, these tyrannical laws. Um, and people can donate through the website? Yeah. Yeah, there's a, uh, a donation link there. And you can just go out and, you know, donate whatever you, whatever you can. Perfect. Um JD, can you think of any more questions that uh, we need to get in? Or, uh, Boris, do you have anything else that you want to add? You know, I was thinking, Boris, if somebody's looking for a place to sign, I was just looking, you got pretty good coverage. Um, the I 5 corridor, like Mount Shasta, Weed, and those areas up there, I know there are Second Amendment loving folks that uh, live up there. If they wanted to get. Um, a place up there, or they had a shop, how would they go about contacting you guys to be one of the places to sign this petition? Yeah, great question. They can send us an email to info at uh, vitoconmagen.org, or they can go to our website, and you can click on the link to uh, host a, si a signing uh, location. You can register, and we'll make sure that that business gets um, stocked with forms, and they get trained on how to collect um, proper signatures. So that's a great question. Uh, we've got 535 locations um, already stocked and collecting signatures across the state. Uh, more and more get added um, every day, and anybody who's interested in helping out and, frankly, getting into this fight, please register. We'll make sure you get stocked. And there's a there's a deadline for this, right? Yeah, the clock is ticking. I mean, the government makes it really tough to fight back, right? So it's a huge logistical um, endeavor to distribute all these petitions across the state, but you're also under a very tight time clock. So from the time uh, the governor signed... Uh, the bills on July 6th, you basically have 60 days to collect those petitions and get them submitted. So we are at uh, T-minus three weeks or so. Uh, September 29th is, is the hard deadline to get those petitions submitted uh, to the local county offices. And that's where this is going to – we're going to rush this show out, guys, if you're listening to this. Uh, you're listening to AR-15 Podcast, episode 181. This is actually going to come out before 180. Um, that show will be on the uh, Patriot Mag release, also a California-centric show. But very important to be up-to-date on what's going on. Um, I live next door in Nevada. Um, we've got stuff on the ballot in November that I never thought the Wild West of Nevada would be looking at. Now, it looks like we're going to defeat it, 
But as more and more people migrate and move and bring some of the ignorance uh, across borders, who knows what we're going to have to face in the future. So it's really good to keep up on this uh, and know what's going on and, and even share because we've all, you know, as California, one of the biggest states in the union, we all probably know somebody who lives there. And if you have a family member, if you have friends, maybe they're not big into guns, but they care about you and they care about what's important to you. Maybe you can get them to sign it too. So uh, visiting their Facebook page and seeing them under uh, Veto Gummageddon or even sharing uh, this episode of the podcast can probably garner up more support um, for what they're doing. And uh, we don't want this to pass. We want we want to fight back as, as much as we possibly can. We we like our favorite black rifle. We don't think there uh, should be all these rules on it and crazy stuff, the laws that contradict uh, laws that they've written before. It's kind of nuts when you think about it. And they're doing this all. And this is what blows me away. Um, they're doing this all with about $75,000 in donation. That was as, as of August 30th. Now, that sounds like a lot of money. That's a good yearly salary. But when you're taking that and you need you know, 365 valid signatures, more like 600,000 signatures, the volunteers, the manpower, the time that's going into this, there's a, a lot of people out there that are giving their time because they're passionate uh, about the Second Amendment and want to fight these frivolous laws that are coming out. And uh, Veto Gummageddon, the organization, is doing an amazing thing. We don't bring you political stuff that often. Uh, when we do, we all sit around and talk about it and make sure it's really important. And, guys, uh, this is really important. Boris, thanks for being with us tonight. Did you have anything else you'd like to add before we uh, say goodnight? No, I appreciate you guys giving us the time. Uh, that, that's what we need exactly. We need to spread the word about what's going on and how we're fighting back. So thank you guys for doing that for us. Really appreciate it. Absolutely. Awesome. Thank you for joining us. Anthony, you have any final thoughts before we wrap up? No, unless we want to ask the uh, usual question when we have a guest. Yeah, um, actually, Boris, that's not a bad idea. Um, we've been asking for the last couple of months this question to uh, whether it's a shop owner, an industry insider, or a competitive shooter. Um, this time next year, in 2017, August of 2017, uh, what do you believe the landscape will look like uh, for firearms, for AR-15, whether uh, maybe first in California and then uh, second uh, around the nation? Yeah, I mean, gosh, I mean, it's, it's, it's tough to look forward and see anything positive happening, to be totally honest with you. I mean, depending on how the election turns out, it could be it could be bad, it could be, like, just catastrophic, in my opinion. So uh, all I can say is that anybody who is concerned about their constitutional rights, they need to come out and vote on November 7th, and they need to look objectively at who we're given as a potential uh, president uh, candidates, and they have to make a decision whether or not uh, – they want to keep their Second Amendment or not. That's that's what it's going to come down to me. Um, so the, 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 and when you look at it that way, the choice is clear. But uh, it certainly doesn't look uh, uh, very pretty, in, in my opinion, unless something really changes on the ground. I think a lot of people uh, feel that way right now. So the best thing you can do, register to vote. Vote uh, whatever your conscience tells you to. And uh, hopefully at the end of the day, our favorite black rifle won't be the redheaded stepchild of the firearms industry. Boris, uh, thank you again for joining us tonight. We appreciate you taking the time. Thank you, guys. Really appreciate it. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you.
And with that, uh, we've come to an end. This is going to be kind of an abbreviated episode 181. Uh, this was important enough to get out to you guys uh, as soon as we possibly could. Anthony living in California, me being right next door in Nevada, we want to uh, recognize our brethren that are out there in California fighting a, a very good fight. And uh, we're there with you. Um, we'll support you in any way we can, blasting this and shouting it from the top of our lungs here at the AR-15 podcast. A couple of house cleaning things before we get out of here. Uh, the Aero Precision Giveaway at FirearmsRadio.tv. you got uh, just about two weeks, uh, maybe a little less, to uh, get signed up for that. Um, also, you can support the podcast, support uh, Pro AR-15 Radio by uh, going to the pledge page at FirearmsRadio.tv, clicking on the AR-15 podcast page. Several areas, it all makes a difference. It helps with the recording, with listener experiences, with reviews, uh, with new giveaways and opens doors to things that we can do uh, to make this podcast better for you. So check that out, FirearmsRadio.tv. Click on Pledge and then the AR-15 podcast link. Uh, we're going to skip feedback this week since it's an abbreviated show. We'll get back to it next week. Maybe I'll uh, get read some whiskey, a couple shots of whiskey before we do the show, and you can get all fired up, and we'll talk about iron sights for an hour and a half. But uh, anyway, you can send us those uh, questions and comments, feedback to ar15.podcast at gmail.com. That's ar15.podcast at gmail.com. Subscribe at YouTube and, and Stitcher, uh, iTunes and Stitcher. And leave a review so the show can place higher in search results. Uh, share your stuff on Instagram at AR15Podcast. Uh, tag your pictures there, too. Uh, visit us on Facebook, facebook.com slash AR15Podcast. Check out the other great podcasts on the Firearms Radio Network. Firearms Radio TV has your Brownells affiliate link. Thank you to Brownells for being a sponsor since day one. We appreciate you guys. And uh, make sure you use the Amazon affiliate link anytime you shop at Amazon. That is it for episode 181 of the AR-15 podcast. Uh, guys, check it out, vetogunmageddon.org. That's vetogunmageddon.org. We'll have a link in the show notes. Uh, you can also find it at facebook.com slash AR-15 podcast. With that, we say goodnight, and we'll see you soon. thinking. You're thinking, did he fire six shots or only five? Now to tell you the truth, I kind of forgot in all this excitement. But being this is the Guns of Hollywood podcast on the most popular pro-gun podcast network in the world and will blow your eardrums clean out, you've got to ask yourself a question. Have you subscribed yet? Well, have you, punk? Gunsofhollywood.com or search Guns of Hollywood on iTunes or your favorite podcatcher app. This has been a production of the Firearms Radio Network. 
You can find more information at firearmsradio.tv. 